Hi friends, thanks for listening. This is your host of the Weirdest Experience podcast, Tina Clark. I also wanted to share with you, I have my own energy healing business called Stargazing Angel LLC. I offer energy healing sessions, EFT tapping sessions, tarot readings, and I also offer classes on Reiki, shamanism, and tarot and more. If you're interested in having a session with me, please call 843-695-7218 or you can email me at contactstargazingangel at gmail.com. You can also check out my website, which is www.tinakinneyclark.com. That's T-I-N-A-K-I-N-N-E-Y-C-L-A-R-K-E. Greetings, I am your host, Tina Clark, and welcome to the second season of my Weirdest Experience podcast. This is the show of the weirdest experience that has ever happened to you and gives you a venue to fully express yourself and share your weirdest story with the world. This is the No Judgment Zone, a safe place to share your experience. And it's also a place where we discuss what happened to you and share some possible theories on what and why this happened. If you would like to be on the show, email me at contactstargazingangel at gmail.com. Welcome to the show, everyone. I have a fellow podcast host here today on the show. His name is Tim Heal, and he is the podcast host of Ordinary People's Extraordinary Stories. Today, he's going to share an extraordinary story about how he's been dreaming about his dead brother for 60 years. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so apparently you can tell that Tim's very rich and he is in his dining room. (laughs) (laughs) One can only hope. (laughs) Yes. Aim high is what I always say. So I'm a prolific dreamer myself. I dream in color, sound, everything like this life, you know, reality that we're in. So when Tim came to me and told me that he wanted to talk about this, I was like, yes, let's talk about this. So why don't you walk us into, well, tell us a little bit more about yourself. You want to add to what I mentioned and then walk us into the story and the dreaming okay well just to just to set the the scene behind me it's it's not my my dining room unfortunately i'd like to say it was but it's not mine's a little bit more humble than that um it's a stately home in england so i i quite like to take pictures of stately homes and 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 use them as a backdrop so there you go. Let's let's put that one to bed. I'm just a humble retiree. I I retired from the British Army in 2018, uh, having done 44 years under the colours. But um, to talk about, I've only just started talk, talking about this. Actually, um, I was on a podcast a, a little while ago with the Dream Wizard, and I've started to write write down and and. I'm, hopefully going to turn into a book at some stage but um with my dyslexia and one thing and another and uh 
being fairly busy as a podcast host, it's trying to find time to fit it in. But essentially, my brother, uh, he, was, he was an older brother. He was born on the 20th of December, 1956. He lived for 16 hours and died, unfortunately. I came along on the 5th of April uh, in 1958, so about 17 months after. And as far back as I can ever remember, occasionally I'll have a dream about him, his life, and my interaction with it and what we've done over the years. And this has gone on for, I mean, I'm, I'm 64 now, and it's gone on for the best part of 60 years. It's not every night, it's not every week, it's not every month, it's not even every year, but there will, there will, there'll be something that will trigger it off and I don't know what, it's something totally different every time. But I'll, I'll go into a really, really vivid dream about us. Um, my brother was called Stephen Patrick Hill and I'm Timothy Stephen Hill. Never go by Timothy. If you call me that, I would ignore you. Um, I should have changed it by depot. I did have a word with my mother about it and said, what do you think you was doing calling me that? <laughs> but um, even she calls me Tim nowadays. Um, so one of the earliest recollections of the dreams that I can remember is that I was I was about three, thereabouts, maybe four, and my brother uh, had already gone to um, nursery school in England. We have we start off. I guess it's kind of you call it kindergarten, but it's a little bit earlier than that. It's, it's a nursery school. You start at sort of the age of two, three, something like that. At that school, he met his best mate. And his, his, him and his best mate have been best mates from day one. His best mate, his mother is Swedish. His father is English. He was actually born in Sweden um, and lived there for the first two years of his life. His father was uh, posted back from Sweden to England and worked for de Havilland's. Now, de Havilland's is a famous um, aircraft manufacturer. They built the Comet. They built the um, the meat. Was it the Meteor? Anyway, they've been building warplanes and, and commercial aircraft for, for years. Um, so his father came back and they worked there. His best mate was called Jan. And Jan um, was bilingual. When Stephen, um, day one at school, they, they just hit it straight off. And Stephen spent more time round at Jan's house than he did at our house. And this this is part of what it was with growing up. Um, I was lumbered with my sisters. Uh, we got two younger sisters, and they were a real pain. Stephen used to go around uh, to Jan's all the time. So Stephen actually picked up speaking Swedish. And it was around about when he was seven, maybe eight. Jan used to go off um, every summer holiday and winter holiday uh, to Sweden to, to his grandparents. And when, when Stephen was around about seven or eight, 
he was allowed to go with Jan on a summer holiday. And I was fortunate a few years later to be able to go on that same summer holiday with them, leaving the, the, the sisters at home. And uh, so I, I've got a, a very clear picture of the area in Sweden. And um, Jan's grandparents or a grandfather worked at the, um, the Helberg Rassi boatyard building boats. Um, and they had access to boats and were able to go sailing. So, which is something that I've actually done in the past. And so on, when I have these dreams later on, I can see the actual area uh, vividly, as vivid as the background here. So, uh, and we've had this ongoing for, for donkey's years, uh, where we've, where I've dipped in and out of, of reacting with him and, uh, and Yan over the years. So is this, Stephen is the brother that passed away? Yeah. Okay. So, so in, I, the, in the dreams, he's continuing to hang out with this friend? Yeah, uh, and, and, and lived a life. So uh, are you in... Lived, lived that life. Yeah, are you in contact with Yen or... Yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it, the, the dreams are, are so vivid. It's, it, it really is like I'm there. It, it, it is like a, a, a daily life. It, it, it's, it's quite difficult to explain, but yeah. the dreams are, are that vivid. The, the conversations are, are that clear. It's just like being in a, a parallel universe. Yeah. Where, yeah. Where, where I, I fall over into that uh, and, and our lives have just gone along. It's, 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 it's strange. And, uh, and even a dream wizard <laughs> struggled at trying to understand. And, and that's the kind of, that's what we came to is that it, it, it's a, a parallel universe yeah. that, that I cross over into. Uh, yeah, I have those kind of dreams all the time, <laughs> all the time. So like, uh, I remember having a dream. I was talking with a friend and <clears throat> she's a real friend. I know her and, and, but in the dream, I'm sitting across from the table from her and she's wearing her hair in the way that she never wears in this reality. So in the dream, she's wearing, she has long hair, but it's like braided down one side. So I remember in the dream kind of looking at her going, she never wears her hair that way, you know? And then we said our farewells and she walks away and jumps on a motorcycle and rides away. Well, she doesn't ride a motorcycle in this reality. <laughs> So it was like, is this another version of this friend, you know, that we're friends in this other reality, but in this other reality, she wears her hair different and she rides a motorcycle? I can't blame her for riding a motorcycle. <laughs> I've ridden a motorcycle all my life. <laughs> I've always had a motorbike. <laughs> it's a good way of getting around. 
it could be a dangerous way of getting around with some of the clowns on the road, but <laughs> right, right. You just have to. I, th I think everybody should have to uh, take a motorcycle test before they're allowed to drive a car, and then they will realise how dangerous it can be. Oh yeah, I used to be a motorcycle passenger, so I always watch out for motorcyclists all the time. Um, because I used to be a passenger myself, so I'm hyper aware of where they are on the road. Yeah, they do sneak up a bit rapid as well sometimes. Yeah. So yet, so Yen has Yen had dreams about your brother? I don't know. Have you ever asked him? No, it's not, it, it doesn't come up in conversation. It'll be interesting to see if he has and if he's had similar type dreams hmm. well, as, I, as far as I'm aware Yang's dead as well mm -hmm. I think I think that 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 is their connection mm -hmm. where where they they both died but they they've gone into this this parallel universe together and they've had their lives the whole lives literally their whole lives together mm -hmm. they they when they got married they got married to two best friends the Swedish girls that they met in Sweden <laughs> it's, 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 it's and, and that's I mean that story is quite bizarre because I was over there at the time and uh, where, where Jan and Stephen had been going over for a few years they one of them is Jan's cousin and her best friend well Stephen married Jan's cousin and and Yan married her best friend, but in Sweden they they, they they go and have saunas and stuff like that, and 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 being naked is, is means nothing. So they they've grown up going to saunas with these two girls mm -hmm. from the age of about sort of I, I guess eight nine. So it, it's just been natural for them, and um, they. <laughs> The, the girls were coming over to England um, and they were coming over by boat and, and Jan and Stephen were coming back on the same boat from um, from Oslo. There used to be a, a line that used to come across to, to Harwich uh, from Oslo and uh, they were on this ship and back in the, those days, you dressed for dinner on the ship and... Uh, <laughs> They must have been about ten or eleven, and <laughs> and and the girls are dressed up, and and that was the moment that the boys actually fell in love with them. <laughs> all, all, all all the time before, they'd just been like mates, you know, and just hang out together. Uh, they they go down the beach, they go sailing together. Uh, uh, <laughs> and it wasn't until they actually dressed up and looked gorgeous at sort of the age of, sort of 11 or 12 that, yeah. that they fell in love with them uh, and, and vowed that they were going to get married. And and when they were around about 21, I think they were, when they got married uh, and they had a double wedding, uh, they did, did pretty much everything together. Mm -hmm. um, but but Jan's mother was really funny. She... she <laughs> Although they spoke English at home all the time, when when there was company around, she'd revert to speaking English. 
But if something started going wrong, I mean, she, she'd go oh, panic and, and start <laughs> swearing and everything in Swedish. <laughs> and she, she, she was just so funny because when, when things started to go wrong, she, she'd just lose it and, and, and go into a panic mode. It was, it was quite funny watching her do that. Uh, and and uh, and then just revert to to swearing and everything in in Swedish, which was quite amusing. So, did you know Jan? Did you know him personally? No, no. It's 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 it's, it's like it, it, I met him in a dream with with Stephen. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Um, so so that's 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 so so as far as I I know. Yan didn't survive either, mm. which which makes it even stranger. And uh, as for the girls, I don't know, but they they're in this this parallel universe. Yeah. So, what does Stephen look like? He looks a bit like me, but not quite so gorgeous. <laughs> Did you ever share with your parents that you were dreaming about him? No. I've no. only just started sharing it with It's all came about because of this podcast in Malarkey. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and somebody says to me, why don't I write a book about my life? Well, I've told my life story. And um, I'm, I'm trying to put that into a book as well, which... which which is coming along yeah. <laughs> slowly, but it's it's mm -hmm. coming along. And uh, but I, I got to thinking, well, I've had this this parallel life <laughs> all, all my life. Why don't I tell that? Mm -hmm. uh, and 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 I've got a rough sort of working title for it. It's uh, the life that never was that should have been. So right, and and I've I've started chronologically trying to get some of the stuff down for that and it's coming along but it's going to take it's going to take a while put it that way yeah. i think he's showing you that life continues you know yeah, I hope so. or yeah and that even if he was a baby and he passed away he grew up into a young man and fell in love and had a best yeah. friend and got married and you know, I've heard this from from psychic mediums that if if there's a baby or young child that dies, they continue to grow on the other side. Mm. That they they continue, yeah. they just grow into you know an adult, and either this is a parallel lifetime or this is what they're doing on in heaven or the other side. Do you know what I mean? Oh parallel universe right which is it's, heaven is a parallel universe yeah. <laughs> so but it, it, it's it's, I mean, it's it's i'm starting to ask questions about it because i just thought it was normal <laughs> oh yeah me too because i mentioned off air that i'm the one that's dreaming about people who passed away and an animals that pass away i'll dream about them i thought everybody was like me and my my mentor was like, no, <laughs> not everybody has those kind of dreams. And, you know, it may be a sign that you can get messages from spirit. 
that you're mm. able to remember communicating or seeing them and they're coming in your dream state. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So I get ready because if somebody passes away that I know personally, I'm usually, I will usually dream about them in the first couple of days of their passing. Usually, not always. Mm. Yeah. Well, I thought I did that. I'd never get to, <laughs> I'd never get to wake up because there's so many I've lost. Yeah. Um, I mean, one, one year, uh, just a, a few years back, I went to 20 funerals in one year of mates. Oh, my gosh. All, all of my era, um, they were dropping like flies. So I'm lucky to be here, actually. <laughs> so what? There again, I've got a ticket to 102. So I'm going to be a Chelsea pensioner. And once I've got my second telegram off the king, that's it. I'll do one. <laughs> so what was the most recent dream you had about Stephen? Do you remember? Yeah, I, I, I talked about this one um, to the Dream Wizard, actually. Uh, this, this, this was probably a couple of years ago that I had it. And Stephen's son was getting married to Jan's daughter. And I was I was driving the, the, the groom and best man to the wedding, and it was in a, a typical sort of, lovely old Saxon type church here in England and uh, in the morning of it uh, the groom's mother um, <laughs> what's going on uh, this Jan's mother <laughs> she, she was panicking that the flowers weren't going to turn up on time. <laughs> this wasn't going to happen. That wasn't going to happen. She was running around swearing in Swedish. <laughs> she, she, she's so funny, really is. I mean, and that was one of the things that really stuck out. And uh, and I was driving the, the, the two boys, but I had to pop round to the to to Jan's parents' house to to pick up some flowers, the, the, the carnations and everything to go in the lapels. <laughs> calm down, calm down. It'll happen, it's fine. <laughs> um, but that day was quite funny. And and, and we'd gone through the day of the, the, the ceremony and all the rest of it, and we'd gone to the wedding breakfast. And the thing that actually woke me up was the best man's speech. And I woke up laughing my head off. Absolutely laughing my head off. He was so, so funny. Uh, some of the things that he came out with, and, and I actually woke up laughing. Uh, and <laughs> I think it, that happened. <laughs> 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 it was one of the bizarre things I've ever woke up. I mean, I actually I thought I was there and, and everything. And I'm just that sort of off to one side uh, <laughs> with my wife watching this <laughs> and uh, so I just woke up laughing my head off uh, and uh, thinking <laughs> did that happen <laughs> yeah it did <laughs> yeah. 
thinking, hey, did I get here? <laughs> and it's also, once I sort of wake, woke up, bloody hell, another one. <laughs> so it's just another connection that we had. So when you're dreaming about him, are you aware that you're in a dream? Not really. Okay. It, it's it, it's odd. It it just feels so natural that it uh, that because it's something that's always happened. It it, it just it, it feels kind of natural that that it's happened. Mm. So when we're in it, I'm part of it. So it's it's not as though. Oh, I'm in a dream. Oh, this is happening. It's yeah. It 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 just feels as though it's happening. It it feels natural. It feels as though it's always been there. Wow. So most of the time when I'm dreaming, I know that I'm dreaming. There's some part of me that's I'm I'm in it, but I could be like observing myself being in it. Mm. it's it's like i'm watching a movie of myself and other people in the movie and then if things happen in the dream that don't match with what i would do i want to be yelling at myself going don't do that does that make sense yeah yeah i don't see i don't see me in in it as a third person i see it see it it's just in me. it yeah, yeah, you're just I'm, in I'm, it. I'm yeah. just part of it. it it's just yeah. be, because I've always kind of been there, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. I don't. I don't look at it from from afar. Yeah. As looking down on the scene, not I'm actually in the scene. Which makes me curious now. When people do dream and recall it, are they in it like a real, like a real reality, or are they observing like I am? most of the time you know it's like i'm in it yeah. but i'm but i'm still me i'm watching the other version of me <laughs> 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 and i may not necessarily be able to control the dream version of me either like i'm just kind of watching and mm. then i might like yell don't do that what are you doing you know and the dream version of me is not hearing me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's it's for me. It just feels something natural that that yeah. I'm, I'm actually in there, part of it. I don't see it as a a third a third person. And even the, the, the we've had over the years, I've had conversations with Stephen about stuff that he's told me about um he, he told me about his, his when when him and yan joined the uh, royal marines uh, told me about their training uh, and what they went through and uh and the first was couple of years three years that they were in the royal marines they were never at home and which is why they decided to to leave the marines in the first place uh, they did four years in the Royal Marines, left, and then came and joined the army uh, to my battalion. <laughs> so, so, so we we spent time uh, in the battalion together, 
Uh, mm -hmm. And we played, I mean, from kids, we we used to play rugby. And I always, uh, I mean, I, I spent the best part of my life playing rugby at scrum half. And, and Stephen was always a number 10 and uh, Jan was a 15. He was a fullback. And we used to, when we were playing rugby, we, I mean, I, I played games with them. Uh, and <laughs> games we've always won because we don't need to, to, to communicate because we know exactly what each other's going to be and where they're going to be and what they're thinking. Uh, uh, and so I get the ball and it goes straight out to Stephen and and, uh, and Jan will come up and uh, generally score a try or two. Uh, occasionally I'll get a scrum off. <laughs> a cheeky one, scrum off, cheeky one. Um, so, so they've come over they left their armories and, and joined us and, and we've been on the same um, com uh, promotion carders together. So that's all happened in, in the past. So do so, you think that you're actually reading each other's minds when you're playing rugby? Yeah. Because I mean, yeah. we started so young mm -hmm. um, and we, 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 we were in sort of in junior school when we started playing rugby for, for the local rugby team. Um, so, so we were brought up, I mean, because they, they were a year older than me, uh, I was just on the cusp of, of being a play in the same team. Um, but because we had a natural ability to play rugby and to read the game and stuff like that, I was able to sort of play at the, the slightly older level that I should have been the lower level but they saw how well we worked together that they we were kept on the same team and, and we went through um all the way through school playing for the local rugby team um and then they joined the army and they didn't get much of a chance to play rugby in in the marines but when I got to the battalion um I, I got to play rugby there and, and um because we were had some great postings. We we didn't go away as much as what they were going away. Um, when they came across, one of the first things to <laughs> got to the rugby team. So we used to play rugby uh, the uh, for the battalion. So, so you said you had talks with Stephen. Do you re you remember what you talk about? Yeah, we talk about. I mean, that's how I got to find out about um, what what I were doing over in Sweden when we were youngsters. Um, and and I I pleaded and <laughs> begged <laughs> to 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 go with them one year, and, and I was allowed. Um, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's interesting because that's even though I'm a vivid dreamer and I have conversations with people, I don't hardly remember what we talk about. Mm. Like I can retain the visual but I can't retain what was said. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> what we're talking about is just sort of general things that you generally talk about. And uh, and he, I mean, we've had conversations over the years, we talk about the, the, the kids and growing up and uh, and what car he's looking at buying or or going off and, because, uh, <clears throat> We, we we used to do a bit of sailing, so they, they'd talk about sailing and and talk about what they wanted to get. They were going to get a boat. They wanted to do. Um, they wanted to 
to sail across to the Caribbean and, and stuff like that. So that was all part of, of, of some of the conversations that we had, some of the, 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 the interactions we had on courses, sailing courses, because we, we, we all went through the army sailing um, to get qualifications and stuff like that. When we were in Germany, we used to go up to Kiel and um, because we were, we were sort of corporals at this time, we were able to take groups of lads and, and get some boats out from from the British Kiel Yacht Club and sail around Denmark, which we which we've done in the past, uh, which I've done. So, um, and it, they they've just been part of it. Yeah. Did Stephen have any children in the dreams? Yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's got a boy and a girl, uh, same as Jan. They got a boy and a girl. Wow. Uh, that's so detailed, my goodness. Uh, but but, but the, the, the the kids are the same age. They're born on the same day. They got pregnant at the same time. It's, hmm. it's, it's I mean that that is the weird part because they they used to. I mean they were pretty much in, inseparable. Yeah. All the way through, even, even the, the the two wives, and when when we got posted that they they were had houses next to each other. And when when they left the, the, the army, um, they bought houses in the same road, um, in the same area. So oh. that's, that's always been the case for them. So it's just over, just the interactions over the last 60 years has all been stuff that's kind of happened, but hasn't, but has. It's, it's everywhere we, the, the dreams have been, I've been. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know whether that adds to the, the vividness of, of the scenes or the, the, the dreams, but it's, it's, it's as though they've always been there when they haven't, but I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've always thought that that was normal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone dreaming of a past loved one so vividly and for so long over a long period of time. Mm. Um, I think that's really unique and special. And maybe there's somebody out there that's experienced the same thing, but they haven't talked about it like you haven't talked about it till recently. But I think that's amazing because you got to know your brother. You got to have a relationship with him, even though he's not in this physical reality we're in. Mm. And so even though he was, you know, lost to your family and to your mom, your parents, but he's still alive. That's the thing is that even yeah. if we, someone dies, they're still alive. They're just in a different form. Mm. Yeah. But it's, 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 I just thought it had been normal all the way through. And I don't know really spoke about it because it's, but it's not one of the things that it's kind of speak about, is it? <laughs> yeah, and he, he died a long time ago. There's probably not yeah. a lot of people who knew about him, you know, so yeah. uh, except for well, your immediate family. 
Yeah, I've even spoke to my mother about him um, to find out, try and find out where he died from, um, but she didn't know. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, she kind of misses him as well. Although he, I mean, he was the firstborn. Mm -hmm. um, she was only she was only sixteen when she had him, so it was a long, long time ago. But it's a uh, it's a way forward, and when I don't know about my sisters, I never speak to them. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good thing you dream about years. your brother, your brother then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, 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 don't get me wrong. <laughs> Sisters occasionally uh, feature in the dreams, but, but they're normally a pain in the ass. <laughs> Particularly when we were kids, um, yeah, my, my sisters were a nuisance. Yeah. I guess sisters generally are. <laughs> well, they probably thought you were too, as a big brother. Yeah. So being the eldest, I suppose. Yep. Trying Ooh. to tell them what to do. Yeah. I, yep. I don't want you playing with me. Go and play with your own kids. Go and play with your own <laughs> friends. <laughs> yeah. Too busy getting caught with my own mates. <laughs> you dragged along as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. So thank you for sharing that. I thought that was really unique and interesting. And um, if anybody has lost anybody in their family or loved one, there's a possibility they could continue with their lives, you know, just like Stephen. And, and you may not be dreaming about them, but it doesn't mean that they're still they not there living or w even experiencing things with you, you know, mm. since, you know, in your dreams, you're visiting places you've already been to and except now your brother and his best friend and his family are all yeah. there. So tell us a little bit about your podcast and, you know, how to find it and contact you if anybody would like to. Well, what I, I'd like to know if anybody else has similar experience to me uh, or ever I'm just unique. Well, I'm yeah, unique anyway, but there you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But um, if, I got into podcasting um, basically through Ancestry. I was working on Ancestry and I found my great-grandfather who lived over in Portsmouth. I, I live across the Portsmouth Harder in Gosport. And he was in the Royal Navy. He was the chief stoker. So I found some stuff about him and, and what ships he served on and stuff like that. And I thought it'd be great if I could have a, a chat with him about his life and, 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 and get to know him. Unfortunately, he died in 1930. And without a time machine, I can't go back and have a chat. And then we got into to lockdown and, and working on this theory. I thought, well, if I don't tell my story, it's going to be lost to future mm -hmm. generations. Mm -hmm which is why I started the podcast in the first place. So I did 24 half an hour episodes of my life. And um, some of it's funny, some of it's not quite so funny. Some of it's quite, um, quite raw, um, especially when I lost my best mate and my wife inside the first, inside the same year. 
Um, so that's quite hard. And and then I talk about some of the operational deployments I've done um, over the years and brings it all up to date and some of the sailing expeditions that I've done and, and bits and pieces like that. So there's 24 half an hour episodes of my life. So for any of your listeners out there that are suffering from insomnia and uh, uh, might need to get to sleep, maybe try it. It may give you one or two nightmares, depends on which episode you listen to. <laughs> <laughs> so do you then, interview guests also on your podcast? Yeah, I'm coming on to that. I'm, I'm coming on to that bit. Hang fire, hang okay. fire. So okay. I, did an, I, did, I, did, I did a couple more episodes of some in-depth stuff I did. I did a, about six trips down to Morocco in a truck for a friend. Um, I did a couple of trips to um, Colditz Castle, um, uh, and then one of them we went on to Auschwitz. Um, so that I did that, and then I thought, now what do I do? <laughs> We're still in lockdown. Why don't I tell other people's stories? So that's not lost. So I started with my mother. So episode, uh, series three, episode one is uh, is my mum. So we sat and had a chat with my mum and got her story. Uh, and from there, it sort of grew some legs. And I, I did somewhere around about, I think I got up to about 50-odd people. And it kind of dried up a bit. Um, so I went off on uh, doing a Thursday, Thursday rant. So stuff that was going on, this is the back end of last year, uh, back end of 21, um, trying to get guests on the show and stuff like that. It was really hard work. So I, I, I went off and to, to maintain a little bit of um, continuity, I went off on a rant. So I used to have a Thursday, Thursday rant, talking about current issues of the day, lockdown, one thing and another. Um, and in the beginning of this year, 2022, um, I was on, uh, somebody suggested, why don't I get onto Podmatch? So I got onto Podmatch and, uh, well, I haven't really looked back since. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like Podmatch is great. Like Well, I've they... just, just interviewed uh, number 114. 115 something yeah like that. I've, yeah I've got some editing to do <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm lucky too because when I started my podcast a year ago um, I just reached out to interesting people that I thought might have some interesting stories to tell and since then I've had plenty of people come on the show and I've been I also I'm a member of Podmatch, so I always look at people who want to be a guest and you know and it's a fun way to meet people all over the world and and get to know them and talk with them and it's it's fun i i've learned so much in this last last three or four months that i've been on podmatch mm -hmm. um I, funny enough i i've managed to, i'm not quite sure how i've done it but i've managed to be the number one host on Podmatch for the last four months. Wow! Every month I've, I've hit number one um, for for being a number one host. I've got a I've got a little ambition where I want to try and be number one host and number one guest in the same month. 
and hence why he's on our my podcast today. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, Tim, it was so fun talking to you and make sure everybody out there check out his podcast. It's called Ordinary People's Extraordinary Stories. And uh, thank you for being on the show. No, it's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, yeah, 114, 115 people so far. And they're coming out twice a week uh, on a Sunday and a, and a Wednesday. There are one or two others that come out sort of in between if they match it up with something that they're doing that they want to to give a bit of a boost to. Um, yeah. Right. And if you, if, you do, if you do go on, they're on uh, YouTube. If you go onto YouTube, please click the subscribe button. Um, they're on Spotify. They're on all the podcast apps, um, Apple, Google, whatever. Um, please leave comments and stuff if you if you like what I'm doing. It'd be, all right. It'd be great to get some feedback. Yeah. Thank and you so much, Tim. Out there, if there's anybody out there that dreams like I do, I'd love to have a chat. Yeah. Contact Tim because I would like to know too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Tina, it's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you have a weird experience to share, please email me at contactstargazingangel at gmail.com. Check out our website on tinakinneyclark.com. Also, we're on Facebook and like us on Facebook and share your favorite episodes with your friends and family. I look forward to hearing about your weirdest experience.